This is Kan Zenshu, the podcast, episode 298 for the week of May 13th, 2012. What's up? Welcome to Kan Zenshu, the podcast, an extension of what is it? The all encompassing Dragon Ball fan website community giant portal thing. Consenshu. That's right. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball. In hopes of enlightening. It's the thing. And a little bit of entertaining. That franchise that we talk about almost every week. Missed the show last week. That's okay. Even though, like, combined sites said it was going to be I out know, of town. But the mighty powers of two sites combined can't even manage to stay put one lousy weekend. Someone a couple weeks ago was able to do it all on his own. But that was impressive. It was. It was. Wasn't me? No, it wasn't. No, I didn't think so. Mary, welcome to this here show. It's Have you be been here. on a I, proper? I, ha- um, I don't know. I would, this is my second. I'm so confused. This is my second one since the new site. All right. Because I remember really struggling that first time to get the yeah, words yeah, yeah. out of my mouth and not say Daisenshu EX. I know, I know. I would keep wanting to tack on that EX everywhere. But yeah, whatever. It's so naked it. without it. Yeah, well, I'm not wearing any pants. Uh, Mary, thank you. Welcome and Good salutations. All those general things that happen at the beginning of a podcast. Ah, yes. I feel very loved. Good, good. And I'm looking forward to talking about this topic. Good. I'm stealing a topic from someone. I do that sometimes. Well, that's what the community is for. Blatant thievery. <laughs> All right. So we got you. My name here. My name, Mike Vigito E, ex ringleader of podcast circusness. Need another phrase. I always forget. And then I just start saying that one. So just you and I this episode. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We're doing a little late. It's actually Monday evening because we had weekend. Well, actually, we could have done the show Saturday. but We could have. I think I ended up playing Skyrim. A new video game is getting away. I enjoy playing my games from six months ago of currentness. It's okay. Mary, you and I, we are stealing, you already mentioned it, a topic from the forum that someone else brought up, and then the topic creator I don't think ever showed up again to oh, contribute no. to the Well, he's probably just laughing on the sidelines. Like, no. ha I made you have relevant fun discussions. I'm off. Away. <laughs> I will await the outcome. Yeah, we're shuffling topics around this month a little bit. I've got some great stuff lined up, though. I'm so excited. But we had to slip something else in in the meantime. We are stealing a topic from the forum. The question is, does Dragon Ball, and I guess specifically the anime adaptation of Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. You could That's, talk about the manga, but... No, I thought I was under the impression we were talking about yeah, just, just the anime. anime. Does it need a narrator? Dun, dun, dun. I think you mean dun, dun. Uh, you and I are clashing a bit. That's quite all right. That's Love what husbands and wives do. Dragon Ball internet husband wife argument. Let's throw down biatch. Do people so, still say that? I don't know. I have no idea what the kids say these days. <laughs> you and I are going to talk about that. We've also got some news though. We've got two weeks worth of news, so I'm excited about that. But before we hit the news, we have side content. That's so exciting. Yes. Julian, hard at work. He's about to finish up right now, I think, the pre-2002 video game lyrics. But available- What? There were video games before 2002? Yeah. Can you (gasps) imagine that? Yeah. Remember you and I talked about Final Bout? 
Oh, okay. Had actually three vocal songs in it. Right. Julian, he's got 2002 Onward songs complete right now. So that's awesome. That's going to include Up Through Raging Blast 2 because that was the most recent game with a new vocal song in it that had Battle of Omega. And then it's going to go all the way back to, I think, Budokai 2, Dragon Ball Z 2 was the first game with a new song. So he's crazy with lyrics. I'm very excited about that. Our lyrics section is incredibly massive and and more accurate than it had been oh yeah yeah, yeah. like because i mean it's so many years later he's tweaking things he's got footnotes translator notes at the beginning of everything that's probably my most favorite thing to read still say like it's actually this kanji but it says to use this reading and this is why it's the entomology of the word blah 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 so i love julian so you can check all that out and i i i wrote a review a very it's a little um, late. No, no, no. You can't <laughs> call this one a late review because the one that's coming after this one... Is even later. It's much, much later. So my review for Ultimate Tenkaichi, we did talk about it on the show here, this here podcast. Now, if you want to read it in words, yes. scathing words, beautiful words. You know, it's actually not as long as some of the others, but I don't think it needs to be. I think I covered everything. No need to know overstay. It's welcome. We feel about the game at this point, but I wanted to document those feelings in words. For all time. I think it was necessary. So never forget. No, and I played the game some more before writing the review. Of course, I had to do that. I had to pop it no, back in. No, it was good of you. It was. You don't want to be talking out of your bum. Due diligence. Uh, so that's done. That means I can finally catch up on the ultimate Butoden review. Stupid ultimate words all over the place. The DS game from Japan only from last February. I was playing it again. I think I was playing it on the plane. I was like, Mary, Mary, look at this funny what like if. I was falling asleep on the airplane and you're nudging me. But you did nudge me for something funny involving Yamcha. It was the Yamcha Poir. dies at the end of every what if scenario. And then every what if scenario... Poor comes crying at him. <laughs> Flying in. Uh, like, yeah, it's funny. Fall back asleep. And then you nudge me again. <laughs> Mary, it's funny. It's, it's funny because it's Dragon Ball. Uh, so look forward to that review. So, so late. But that's coming on the site soon. That's what I got. Um, the only other thing I want to mention, I was able to edit around it recently, but I am recording on the new laptop. It's a new work laptop. And occasionally it does this thing where it like revs up and it skips the audio a little bit. So I don't know if and when that'll happen. I try to edit around it if I can, but if I'm in the middle of a sentence, I think I'm just going to have to deal with it. If anyone knows a good way to correct that, it's a Dell laptop. Can I make it not randomly skip during stuff? So Mary, now that I have my tech support request out of the way, now that we've talked about site meta stuff. I think it's time for some News. 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 That's how we right do. Right now. Starting off internationally right now. Those of you who keep up. Oh, geez. Oh, it's a new month. Uh, it is I, May. Releases. Did I, I think I did do releases on the outline so we can get to it later in the show. Whew, I'm on top of things. Anyway, those of you who keep up with the releases segment of our show, you know, we uh, talk about the French Kanzenban that's going on. I think they're up to volume 19. Uh, but there's been a Dutch Kanzenban release as well that was going for a little bit from Gleenot. Unfortunately, we've kind of not talked about it since last summer, I think it was. Well, there's a good reason for that. 
It appears to have been canceled after 13 volumes. Did the Dutch not like Dragon Ball as the rest of the world? I don't know. People have issues with the glue. No, I gotta put that French spin Glenol. on it every single time. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they've canceled things before, but uh, our forum member, I think it's just, I don't know if it's Nils or Niles, however you want to pronounce it, McLeod, uh, tossed an email over to them asking what was going on. It's like, hey, volume 13 was forever ago. Uh, the response back, we're sorry to say issue 13 will be the final release in the series, kind of regards. So I don't even think there was a formal announcement of a cancellation. Interesting thing here, volume 13 in the Kanzenban finishes up what would be the Dragon Ball portion of the TV series. Okay, so... Coincidentally, but Dragon Ball is just one giant thing in the manga beginning to end, so it's not like you're really getting, oh, I got a complete package. You're not. You're not. That's But at sad. least it's not ending on a cliffhanger, unless it starts the Saijin stuff, does oh, it? Oh, I'd have to dive back. I have a Kanzenban down here, oh, but no. it's sell stuff I thought I saw one later. But- discussion purposes so it doesn't really help me right there's a website now that i've incorporated (laughs) i've absorbed a manga guide that has this great information you want me to look i'm gonna look and see where volume 13 ends okay volume 13 ends with chapter 194 the gift of the dragon balls and volume 14 starts with chapter 195 the mysterious alien warrior okay so, so i mean if, if they had to cut off a release that's probably the best spot in the entire series that they could cut it off put, well you could say goes back to our intended ending discussion how many points could you end it and say oh that's a perfect ending for the series but okay well i'll phrase it if you wanted to cry at it being cut off less than other places i suppose Regardless, that kind of sucks if you're keeping oh, up with yeah. that. Uh, great to see international Kanzenban releases, but I guess the French release is the one you got to go with at this point. That's still going strong. Uh, I noted volume 19 was just out in April, so they're cruising along. I think that's up to Ginyu stuff at that point. So, all right. Sorry, sorry to hear that news. Let's talk about Latin America. Continuing with our international news, C21 Media reports uh, updates from Latin America. Colombia's City TV has acquired all 291 episodes of the Dragon Ball Z TV series, as well as all 98 episodes of Dragon Ball Kai. That's confuzzling. Yeah, why would you get both of them at the same time? I don't know what Colombia's aired before. That's an interesting question. If folks down there are listening, I want to tell us what you've had before. Uh, so they got both of those. Over in Ecuador, Iquabiza has renewed its license for the franchise. The report here said they obtained the 20 telemovies based on the franchise. And if you're going to throw out the number 20 and throw something involving movies into the mix, if I had to make an educated guess, I would assume that would be the three Dragon Ball movies, 13 DBZ movies, two DBZ TV specials, 10th anniversary, and the GT TV special. That comes the, out to 20? That comes out to 20. On the news? Yeah. Okay. So that's I buy that. Probably. I mean, because then you get into things no, like... Well, it's not going to say that in the press release. Well, no, no, no. But still. <laughs> say 20. Well, if you get past 20, then you get into things like plan to, to eradicate, eradicate the, the science. Yeah. I, I don't think so. So that's probably what's going on there. No, I think that breakdown makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So uh, we got the story there. And then along with that, I did note, uh, it was actually two years ago, three years ago, uh, 2009, there was some issues down in Ecuador. The Simpsons was spearheading this 
those cartoons are teaching our kids bad morals thing going on. And I think they're like 15 years too late on those kind of things. And DBC was wrapped up in the mix of that at the time. So I did link to that old news story that we had. So uh, we've been to the Dutch regions. We've been to the Spanish regions. Let's pull it over to the Japanese regions. Namco Bandai year end fiscal 2012 figures. This honestly was not expecting any of this news. Just company as a whole posted a 19.3 billion yen that would be about $241, $242 million profit for the fiscal year. Profit. Good on Namco Bandai. So unlike last year, think about this. Unlike last year, when Dragon Ball Kai was on TV, Dragon Ball rebounded well enough to warrant inclusion. One of the best performing franchises was not on that list last year. 2012, jumping up to 11.8 billion okay. yen. Interesting. So, little jump there. Uh, the thing that's interesting is that they're only forecasting for next year 8.5 billion. So they're not like, oh, it's it's back and it's awesome. It's more like, be cautious. Okay, or maybe we're back on to something, guys. Let's just keep kind of going with it here. No, that uh, maybe they're just lowballing it. So if it exceeds expectations, right, uh, right. everyone goes, whoa. Anyway, um, as for individual Dragon Ball games, last year we had Ultimate Tenkaichi, Ultimate Blast, as it was known over in Japan, did 700,000 copies worldwide. That's worldwide. So that's Japan, North America, Europe, and Australia? Europe. Uh, well, they specifically note just those three regions, okay. Japan, U.S., and Europe. Interestingly, that's up from last year's Raging Blast that 2. shocks the living... 580,000 copies, matching Raging Blast 1 from two years ago at 700,000 copies. I don't understand. See, uh, we're seeing so much weird stuff. Our attempts to decipher any kind of pattern coming yeah. out of this is like uh, null and void. Do not you understand. <laughs> I don't know what the logic is. Interesting. I don't though. know what to do. I, I'm just going to stop covering this. Doesn't make any no, sense to me. Anymore. I like the numbers. <laughs> no, it's good. Let me talk to you about toys, though, because this is interesting. Toys and hobby merchandise. This is the stuff that's non-video games. Last year, 2.7 billion yen. This year, 4.4 billion yen. Liking that, people are attributing this to Dragon Ball Heroes, which has merchandise tied in with it. You've got cards. You've got some other figures here and there. That's something that I... You know, kind of wish was big over here. It'd be we interesting to see if people we got would respond to that. Ultimate Tenkaichi's like, here are the sort of creative characters from Heroes, except you don't know this and we're not going to tell you this. And like, we sort of got it. But uh, I guess their arcade division was doing pretty okay as well. I didn't put in those numbers here. So maybe this ties in with that as well. But this is the crazy thing. This is the first year that we didn't have Dragon Ball Kai on Japanese TV at all. The series does, I don't want to say exponentially better, but significantly, significantly better. Um, doesn't this tie back into our theory from several, I don't know, episodes or years ago? I don't <laughs> know. I can't keep track of time. About um, said something the theory once. of when it's not on TV, it does better in merchandising. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's like, a, you know, you don't know what you got till it's gone sort of thing. Well, the peak over what we've been able to dig back into, in terms of merchandise sales at least, was 2007. And that's when we had the R2s at their peak. I think those were the single disc R2s. And as soon as those finished up, it seemed to be, well, got what we wanted. Thanks. And then they gave them Dragon Ball Kai. And it was like, 
we don't need this. We don't really care. And I honestly feel like it was more for other countries than for Ka- them. Kai, well, we talked about that. Kai did pretty well internationally as opposed to how it did in Japan. Well, yeah, I'm sure. But then Keiji Yamamoto and it's story of our lives here. So those are Namka hey, Bandai I'm all figures. Up for good drama. I know. It, it was fun times. Uh, you can dig into all the numbers there on uh, the homepage of the site. And of course, we link you back to some of the prior fiscal years if you want to compare numbers and think we'll go back and update some features at some point to put in all those things so let's pull it all back around speaking of namka bandai they do video games here's the crazy video game news of the last couple weeks so it was at the end of march that walmart and some other sites put up a listing for dragon ball z hd Mm -hmm. on both the 360 and the ps3 pretty sure we talked about this with you you were there and you were there and you were there and you were a dog walmart had it set at 59.99 release date of august or i'm sorry october 2nd and they had the uh, genre listed as action slash fighting or no shooting slash fighting something like that shoot slash slice suit suit thank you there was the same thing that raging blast 2 and ultimate tenkaichi were listed so it's like oh okay it's going to be the same kind of like fly around dragon ball fighting game since then Dragon Ball Z for Kinect has been announced and they've promoted it quite a bit at this point. Amazon's got a listing for the Kinect game. They're putting that at $39.99 and a release date of October 31st. So those things don't line up. In the meantime, over on Walmart, the listing for the PS3 version of Dragon Ball Z HD, that was pulled. So then we were kind of like, oh, maybe that was the Kinect game all along. Makes sense. Pull down the PS3 version because Kinect game is not going to be on PS3. That's remained up that whole time. They're both in October. Okay, I can see that making sense. Well, this past week, Spanish retailer Extra Life, that's X-T-R-A-L-I-F-E, so the extralife.es, they had listings for something called the Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi HD Collection. So that's much, much, much more specific about what it is. Hmm. And this is for both the PS3 and the Xbox 360. So we think that's the HD this is probably the Dragon Ball Z HD listing that Walmart had. A couple things I want to throw into the mix. And big thanks to Super Saiyan Prime on our forum. You no, know, big into video games. Him and I are like, all right, here's what's going on with this. And this matches up with this. A couple things I do want to note here. This Extra Life site had cover art for both the PS3 and the 360 version. Many things wrong with that cover art. Why the, is it wrong? The branding that they have, Classics HD on the art, that is Sony specific. That is Sony's branding HD remasterings that they put out in the PS3. This is also on this Dragon Ball Z Xbox 360 cover art. Okay, so that's, so that's like mm, sign number one. Think it's uh, being fudged a little bit. Let me keep going. The cover art being used here. Remember, this is Europe. This is the North American cover art for the first sparking game that we got. It's Budokai Tenkaichi. It looks more like a scan or something because it's got like white dusty things on it. It's not very clean in that Mm. respect. Additionally, this site, here's where it gets fun though. This site is the one who first put up listings for the Devil May Cry HD collection release long before it was actually announced. And that did come out to be. But if you go back to the Silicon Era story about the Devil May Cry HD collection, it was updated to say, hey, the cover art that Extra Life used at the time was a mock-up. Oh, and and the mock-up came from this site over here. So hmm. this Extra so Life site this. is known for putting up listings early, but using fake slash mock-up box art that they get from elsewhere or someone makes someone for just, them. Like an intern makes it or right. something. So conclusion, probably something coming. 
in October, probably for a full price point. Here's the thing, the Budokai Tenkaichi games, the sparking games. So are we going to get all three sparking games in one? And there's a big discussion going on right now. And what are the differences between the three games? For all intents and purposes, are you really going to play sparking one when you can play sparking meteor? Hmm. With all the characters and the upgraded gameplay mechanics and stages and all that it jazz. It sounds to me like just a quick win repackaging and let's hope we get a few bucks off of people who haven't bought this yet. Yeah, no. I mean, if it was one of those deals where it's relatively inexpensive to put together, this is looking why the like heck not? full price. I mean, the Walmart listings are $59.99. The Extra Life site, the MSRP here, I think it says $40.99 euros. So that's still a pretty high price point. I don't know, like Dragon Ball games, HD, people want Sparking Meteor because it was well, well tweaked at that point. It had a pool and Frieza <laughs> oh, Soldier yeah. A and there we all go. that fun jazz so i don't know those three games does that make sense for a while it was like all right would it be a collection of say budokai 3 or infinite world and then sparking me like the best of all the different subsets of the games but that would be confusing (sighs) if it's not already confusing there was something that atari released called dragon ball z trilogy on the PS2. It was just a collection of three games. It was Sparking Budokai Tenkaichi 1, Sparking Neo Budokai Tenkaichi 2, and Super Dragon Ball Z. I thought you were going to say that. (laughs) So we've had strange collections. Those weren't all on the same disc. Those were just the three discs thrown together in a box. I didn't know that. But Dragon Ball has had weird things thrown together. Then back on the GBA, we actually had Legacy of Goku 1 and 2 that they later put out on 1, and then Boo's Fury and Transformation on the same cartridge. Okay, I can see that. Dragon Ball's had weird times, but uh, this is going to be a fun one to follow. Are we going to have the year of Spike putting out old shit? I think we have that well, this Well, maybe that's what 2012 can be known for. Yeah. Spike shit. Well, Spike, uh, spike old shit. Old that's spike what old makes shit. it different. Mary, that is the news from the last it's couple really of weeks. really interesting stuff. It's interesting. Really it's confusing. It's weird. 2012 is going to be a weird year. I all want around. something to be normal. Want normal? What's normal to you for uh, Dragon Ball? It just airs and we talk about it. <laughs> we haven't had that for years. I know. Doesn't work like that anymore. All right, Mary, we're done with the news. Let's take it over to a topic. So over on our forum last Friday, I don't know how to pronounce the name, Koderik, I think it is, forum member, tossed up a discussion. Is a narrator really needed? And I thought this was incredibly interesting. I tossed in a few thoughts. Lots of other people put in a bunch of thoughts. Mary, you didn't join the discussion on the forum, but you have thoughts. I do. I occasionally have them. You do. So I would kind of like to steal this topic from the forum. You can read all those thoughts, but I don't think I didn't want to get biased. So you haven't read anything. I didn't read a darn thing. All right, excellent. So I think what my goal here is going to be is, well, we already know the question. We talked about it earlier. We're specifically talking about the TV adaptation because the manga is its own thing and we'll leave it over on the side. So we're talking about the TV adaptation of the series. I'm going to let you answer. And then what I'm going to do, because I'm in control here, it's my show, I can do whatever I want. I am going to talk you out of your opinion. I'm expecting to, to be honest, before we even stepped foot oh, really? in this recording area. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, I have, you know how I am. I have my opinion, but I can be swayed. Yes. With the right argument. All right. So I want to hear what you have to say without having all this thrown at you. 
And I'm being unfair, but I'm being fair at the same no, time. No, I don't think so. this is a fun format. So, Mary, do you think that a narrator is or is not needed in the TV adaptation of Dragon Ball? And why do you feel that way? All right. And just know that you're wrong. I would say that from a logistical standpoint, pure functionality, no, it does not need a narrator. But for the now, purposes... Now, what do you mean by logistics? Break down your words. All right. Logistically, we got a show that airs every single week for several, several years. And let's face it, the pacing is fairly slow. Yeah. Logistically, you're not that, unless you have some major memory issues, you're not that likely. Which to, I am known to have. Well, maybe as an adult, but if you're a five-year-old kid, maybe you're as quick as a whip. Okay. Um, you're not that likely to maybe forget what happened last time on your favorite cartoon show. Okay. Um, Maybe if... It was more like, um, I'm going to throw out Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes because that's what we're watching right we now. We have a season well, break. They have a season break. And we tried they, watching season two. We're like, what the fuck was going on? They plant seeds of certain plot uh -huh. points way early on and they need to do those recaps. Mm -hmm. Whereas Dragon Ball, it's very, it's, right, it's, okay. it's, um, it's a serial essentially. And the recap only encompasses what you previously watched in the last episode. It's not, not always. Sometimes they go too back and you're like, oh. Oh, do they? Yeah, okay. Rarely. Okay. But I like what you're talking about there. That's a great example where Avengers is, yeah, it's an ongoing cartoon, but the stuff that's going to happen this week is a continuation Maybe of what happened last week, but also we're pulling in these plot elements from 10 episodes ago that episodes. we hadn't talked about in 10 episodes, mm -hmm. as opposed to Dragon Ball, where it's like, Cell's here this week, Cell's still here this week. Cell's over there this week, but he's still in the show this week. Mm -hmm. Now Cell's with you this week. And honestly, I think the first example that I remember seeing of um, digging way back into the dirt is Buffy, yeah. you know, in their recap episodes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's not... A narrator, per se, is just kind of like the, the recap, I guess. You're not going to remember this, but when we got to season seven with the first, I know they mentioned that back in season three-ish or something like back with Angel and Faith. I remember watching that going, did that happen? That, that happened? I don't remember anyone talking about that. Mm -hmm. So it was helpful. And you're like, oh, yeah, all right. I guess that was a thing from back then. Mm -hmm. Sure, okay. Uh, I guess. So, okay. like I said, so functionally and logistically, no, I do not think Dragon Ball needs a narrator. If we're talking pure, so we're before talking, the episode really kicks off, we're okay, talking about... talking recaps. Yeah. And then what in about terms of in Oh, in terms of previews? Yeah, let's do the bookends. Okay. Here. Um, Previews, I think... Are well, nice. all right, hold on, because previews are narrated by Goku. Yeah, that's a, I, didn't, th I didn't think of, that's what we were talking okay, about. Okay, no, at the end of every episode, we got the, what What? what just happened? Could it be? Okay, so I think that, I gave a pass that? on that one, just okay. because um, it's a good way to close out the episode, kind of segue into the, the preview. Right, Um, or commercial break, or whatever. Anyway, just to go back to the, to the intro narration. Uh-huh. Functionally and logistically, no, I don't think it's necessary, but in terms of the show's overall tone and nostalgia value, uh -huh. I think it adds a lot, just okay. in terms of the overall feeling. Well, before we get into that, let me break the recap down even further. Do you think we need a recap at all? Like, the narrator will talk, but they'll also play, you know, dialogue from the episode. No, I don't think we need anything. don't think we need anything. So no. you want the show to start, go to the title screen... Or episode title screen and into the episode. Yeah, save a minute and get actual, you know, content. 
new content in there. Sure. Um, As for what we were saying for pre-end credits, that I think makes a little bit more sense like I said, just to kind of bring it to a close, bring it to a close, you know, get some cheesy delivery in there. You think cheesy delivery? Yeah, he's a little over the top, All right. especially in Kai because he talks so slow, like more so than typically. <laughs> All right. Joji <laughs> at his best. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So go back to what you were talking about earlier with the just the the recap, setting up a good feeling of nostalgia and just this old timey sort of thing. Is that what you're going for? I just for? feel like, um, you know what? I, I know I've watched a ton of old shows, but nothing as long as Dragon Ball. So I'm having mm-hmm. a, a hard time trying to think of any contemporaries that did similar things. Um, but yeah, I, I almost feel like that's very unique to Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. I don't think Sailor Moon. Yeah, Sailor Moon didn't do an intro narration or anything, and that was kind Sailor of Moon the same had time. the kind of preview of what was coming this episode. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But that wasn't I wouldn't call and that a narration. Oh, sure, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Opening theme and mm-hmm. and then they would have a, like a next episode preview. But most shows have next episode yeah, yeah. previews mm-hmm. without a doubt. Sure, sure. Another type of narration is one that I guess appears. In the middle of an episode? Yes. So Less frequently. I was just checking an example of that from Dragon Ball Z episode 187. This is the episode after Gohan has become Super Saiyan 2. Well, we don't know it's Super Saiyan 2 at the time, but in retrospect, we know what that transformation is. Uh, and it Nerd. is... <clears throat> well, actually, it wasn't named anything at the time <laughs> until Goku was describing the stages to Boo. So Gohan is firing the Kamehameha back at Cell. Cell's up in the air. They've had their punches. And this is, the narrator kicks in uncharacteristically. And he says something like, Cell is actually experiencing fear in this situation. And and it's in the, the manga, manga And that's what yes. I was going to say. I double checked um, that. So instances in which I think it's interesting and acceptable for them to use the narrator are the very rare cases also in the manga where... In no, the middle of a scene. And in the middle of a scene, there'll be a narration box, mm-hmm. which is not typical. And to see that reflected in the anime, I think, is a nice touch. So here's the question. If you don't have an episode recap with a narrator, would a narrator popping up in the middle of an episode make any sense to you? Would you be like, who's talking? No, because you would hear him at the end. You'd hear him at the end every episode. A little bit. Okay, okay. So you think it could still work in that respect? Mm -hmm, I think so. All right. Anything else you want to say about... I don't know what your answer is, because it sounds like you started with, no, it doesn't need it. And you listed all these examples of how it still works, though. Mm Mm-hmm. So what's your answer? Well, that's what I mean. It's, um... If I use my brain to choose, my answer is no. But if I go with my heart and what I love and that warm uh-huh. and fuzzy feeling of the show, uh-huh. I'd say, yeah, I mean, the show's not the same without it. On the other hand, I go back to, well, I can, I want my one minute back of you know actual content uh-huh. and I don't need to be told what I just saw All because right. the show is slow and I know what I watched already, especially if I marathoned it. Let's start from that point right there because we do have to think. There was a point in time when you didn't have a Dragon Box, domestic Dragon Box, with 42 episodes in a row on it. You were watching this in Japan week to week. My point you, still stands that you were week saying, to week though, is not long enough to forget what happened. 
I disagree a little bit. I think it's a good refresher. And your example of American shows, I think, works better for those shows because they do bring back plot points from far earlier. Mm -hmm. But I think it's still helpful in Dragon Ball because sometimes it is so slow and you forget. And then there'll also be times when they have a filler episode like Bulma and the Crab. And then they'll talk about plot points from before that because it's like, well, we're not going to recap all of the filler we'll recap some of the important things that might have been a couple episodes back as well Mm -hmm. so in those cases because dragon ball is expanded with filler i want to be reminded about some of those more important story points so i think it still is do i think it's necessary well that's the tough call the tough word right there um, the the question of well do you do you need it or do you want it? Like right. You had to like, choose between having a house to live in or, you know, uh, having like an ice what? cream sandwich. <laughs> like, I need shelter. I was just going to say, like, I don't need an opening theme either. True. But all of these things, these are the things that come together to make an episode of Dragon Ball to me. And as a collective whole, that includes the recap. That includes the eye catch. That includes the closing narration. That includes the next episode preview. To me, all of that is what makes a Dragon Ball Z episode a collective whole. And it's that collective whole that I love so much. When you break them apart, like you had that marathon mode, I think, on the Orange Bricks. And even, I think the Dragon Boxes had something similar to it. Uh, in Japan, at least maybe the GT discs. I don't remember where they skipped opening themes uh, all the time. It is good for those marathon sessions, but if I want to relive Dragon Ball as is from the fan sub days, from not having 20 episodes in a row, I want to watch that whole thing. And I I really believe that Yanami's narration adds this old time feely classic tale and that's where i actually want to take it this is something i brought up in the forum thread what i'm gonna do is i brought down a volume of journey to the west i'm gonna open to not a random page but a random closing to a random chapter and i just want to read i'm not gonna pick which one it is i just want to read how every chapter of journey to the west closes for you okay so i brought down volume three it looks like i'm at the end of chapter 69 here we do not know as he rises into the air whether he will win or lose, or how he manages to capture the fiend and rescue the Golden Sage Palace. You must listen to the explanation in the next chapter. (laughs) It's a next episode preview. (laughs) It is. Every single chapter of Journey to the West ends in exactly that same way, where it's like, our heroes are in a crazy predicament. What will happen to them? Even we don't know. You will have to find out in the next Next chapter. And to me, I mean, Dragon Ball obviously started off as a Journey to the West, not ripoff, homage, parody, playing with it. And this is doing exactly that, where it's like, what, what? We're at the end of the episode, and what's going to happen next? Tune in next week to find out. And it's got such a charm to it that I can't help but smile and be like, oh, this... This is everything that I want in a stupid, stupid story. And of course, that's only handling the closing of an episode. I agreed with you on the closing, though, so you don't have to persuade me there. Okay, and I do think that we're primarily talking about the beginning of episodes where we're recapping what happens. And I still feel like if you're going to close out an episode that way, I want to begin the episode that way because it sets the tone. Every single episode, your tone is set from Joji Yanami's narration, the beginning of the episode and the end of the episode. Everything begins and ends with that delivery and that performance and bring a smile to your face and giving you a sense of sometimes dread, sometimes excitement, but it's 
always that del- and you can hear how passionate I am about it. I mm-hmm. absolutely love it and I adore it. And I think it's so over the top and silly. But it's not over the top. And that brings it to an entirely separate conversation that I don't think we can have on this episode, which is the English dub of Dragon Ball. Okay, Z. well, yeah, that's a different kind of over the top. And the alliteration and the puns and the purposefully exaggerated delivery which honestly we can't comment on because Dale Kelly did. drove us to we insanity. Just did. <laughs> right. So that's that's separate and you could have that conversation we can't we're going to talk about what we know and what we experienced. So where else can we go from here? Have I changed your mind in Anyway, um, slightly. I mean, in terms of just solidifying the need to have a, a consistent tone from front to back, I get it. And it's but- the entire series. It is Dragon Ball Episode 1 to Dragon Ball GT Episode 64. Right, right. So in terms of just answering the question of does it need a narrator... Again, when I get to like functionally, does it need an narrator? Of course not. You don't need nothing, voice actors nothing either. Nothing needs anything. You can go to the manga and just read it as Exactly. It. So, But does it add... That's enough? a different question. Does it add significantly? Yes. I think it adds enough, and I think it adds significantly. Do you think it adds significantly? Wow, that's tough. That's deep, man. Does it add significantly? No, because I'm watching it for the show, not for the narration. But I know we've had many instances where the two of us will be sitting on the couch watching an episode, and we'll just crack up at maybe the way he delivers something. Well... I do want to bring in, and ugh, fucking Sagofe brought it up before I could on the forum, closing of Dragon Ball Z episode 237. This is the episode Nerd. where, we, <laughs> please, as, <laughs> as if I don't know every episode number. This is One, the episode. Two. <laughs> um, oh my God. Five. <laughs> Come on now. Serious, serious times here. This is the episode where Vegeta sacrifices himself against Boo. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the end of this episode. And the best thing is I'm going to play a sound clip from the DBZ Big Box, the CD cassette limited thing release they put out where the entire audio for episode 237 is on CD. And imagine if we had every episode sounding this crystal clear. Jeez, I would have pooped my pants every day for the last, what, 17 (laughs) years? You need to go to a doctor. Be very dehydrated. (laughs) But listen to this and tell me that Yanami doesn't add something. Some I hate to use this word because I think it's overused. The weight of the scene, what he adds, just having his not profound narration, but is this um? I'm sorry, this is an in episode narration. No, this is the very end, the end. of the episode. So I'm still kind You're of still not convincing me because I know I know I, I know. like the end. I know, but I think if you have it here, you just use this clip. <laughs> oh, so good, so good. But I think if you have narration here. You have to have it at the beginning of the episode, too. So let me just play this clip, and then I win the internet, and we can move on. <laughs> then I'm going to go have some cookies. Vegeta. <laughs> 
So it's this profound combination of silence and sound effects and kind of a subdued narration. And I get it. I'm pounding in the end of the episode. I'm not reinforcing my viewpoint of the beginning of the episode. And can I give any examples of a beginning of the episode preview where I think it works? I don't know that I can give you a concrete example, but I can toss out there that he doesn't talk the entire length of the no, recap. No, unlike so I think some th- adaptations. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that helps. Um, there are times where it's almost non-existent. I'd have to go back and double check, but I think back to the 23rd Tenkaichi Budokai when it's primarily just music and clips and maybe a couple sentences and then they move on to the episode. So it does switch it up a little bit here and there. And that is not a narration. Right, that right, exactly. That is a full-on recap. But I think having him there adds enough. And I think you you got me there where it's like, uh, I can't give you... Here's the example that proves that I'm right. Maybe someone else can, and I'd love to hear it, and I'll be like, totally should have said that. <laughs> well, here's where but, I'm torn, is that I'm a sucker for consistency. Yes. So, bookending it is nice. But when you say it as, does it need a narration? You know, it's a very, right. we keep that's a very cut and dry. Semantics of the question. <laughs> right, right. right. Um, and, you know, it ties back to your saying, well, does it benefit overall from a narration? I think it does. Probably. But sometimes the narrations are a little too long. And again, there I say, are a couple episodes where it pushes it past the two, two and like, a half yes, minutes. I watched less. And is that the fault of having a narrator at all? Well, no, that's the fault of needing to pad out an episode because we need to add filler to stay in the Ex- week. That's schedule. exactly it. That's exactly so it. I can't fault the existence of a narrator. I can fault the construct of Dragon Ball episode, so that's not really fair to anyone. What else can we say here? Is there anything else to say? Hopefully we've opened some eyes and some ears, and have you even thought about this before? I think that uh, for such a deceptively easy-to-answer question, there's a few different facets you can explore. Yeah. So, yeah. I like that. Good, good. Want to hear what uh, you have I'm to say. I'm a little more convinced. Oh, good. No, well, that was... My goal is, like I said, having debate club. (laughs) Want to hear what you have to say? Uh, It's tough because it's like, well, we have a thread for every episode, but we have this thread that you can go contribute to as well. (laughs) So I think uh, if you have something to say about this, well, go toss it over into that thread instead. I'll provide a link over to there. We can kind of keep it all in one place. I'd love to hear what everyone has to say about this. Get some other viewpoints in there. Uh, Mary, I think what we're going to do is uh, let's check and see if we have any releases and then we'll probably call it an episode. Sounds good. What are we here? We're in May now. Scrolling down, looking at releases. What do we have going on? Oh, (laughs) this stuff is already sort of out. The only releases going on in May. May 22nd, a Tuesday. Dragon Ball Z Kai Season 1, Version 2. Version 2B. And Season 2 from Funimation. These are, remember, Funimation discontinued parts 1, 2, 3, 4 of Kai. Coincidentally... Parts 1, 2, 3, 4 were the ones with the Yamamoto score. They are re-releasing those as seasons. So season 1 comprises parts 1 and 2, episodes 1 through 26. And season 2 comprises parts 3 and 4, episodes 27 to 52. We have a lovely home media guide on Konzenshu that you can check out and be as equally confused after you look I'm at that. on the show and I'm confused. As you are here. Those are coming out. We talked about them, I believe, last time on the show. Right Stuff shipped them out like weeks ago. They do indeed contain the Shunsuke Kikuchi replacement 
score. Mm-hmm. So Funimation is retroactively going back and replacing that. So if you wanted Yamamoto, check and see if you can still pick up those parts. One through four are the only uh, North American releases you're going to get them on. So conflicted. Yep. So those are the releases for May. Um, you know what? Let's check and see if we have any questions. <laughs> I'm just pulling stuff from the Konzenshu contact form. Uh, not all of them say if they want to be on the podcast. I don't care. If I want to read it on the podcast, I'm reading it on the podcast. I'm in charge. Uh, someone wants to know, hey, I'm trying to get a copy of the Australian version of the Saga of Goku to complete my uncut set. Yes, I am one of the people that prefers the ocean and funny 90s through 2000s set. Oh, confusing things in there. I figured this would be the best place to ask about getting one. Saw one on eBay, but they would not ship to the U.S. Hmm. So something so we that, have that set, don't we? We do. I bought the Australian release when it first came out. So the deal, this is irrelevant these days, but back in the day when Funimation was first getting into the franchise, they got the license in 94. In 1995, they produced the first 13 episodes in the first movie of Dragon Ball. Sans Z, just the first TV series that used, it wasn't Ocean Studios, it was Sister Studio, but it was the same voice cast, so for all intents and purposes, it was the Ocean voice cast at that time. Many, many, many years later, after Kidmark, Trimark, Lionsgate, their contract expired, this is after Z and the Pioneer debacle with Z Seasons 1 and 2, Funimation was able to redub and they did re-release the first 13 episodes, the blue bricks, the Funimation blue bricks, the five seasons, those contain the entire 1 through 153 uncut bilingual. The dub on there is Funimation's dub. Now, the Australian release, the problem here was, so confusing, home media guide, check it out. Problem was when Funimation first started releasing the Dragon Ball TV series on DVD over here in the US, they picked up where they left off many years earlier with episode 14. They called that the Tournament Saga when that came out on the... They did two disc sets at the time. Mary, you'll remember those covers. They're kind yeah, of yeah, stylish. I like those. I like They're those. white with I the collages of characters. Great designs. So they only did 14 through 153 on those. 1 through 13 was kind of like, well, our old edited dub-only version is available with the Ocean cast. No Japanese version on it. Down in Australia, Lionsgate had nothing to do down there with that product. So Madman put out their own version of the saga of Goku set one, which contained the original Japanese version and Funimation's redub of episodes one through 13. At the same time, it also contains Dragon Ball movie one, which had not been redubbed back then. So it's the original 1995 Funimation production of it with the Ocean Studios cast. No one knows what I'm talking about unless you lived through all of this time. So where can you get it? I would say, wouldn't you just want to keep your eye on eBay to find someone that would yeah. be willing to ship it. Would be willing to ship because it's not in production in that format anymore. Uh, what Madman did is I think they put out, like most companies do, they re-released the series. They did two giant packs combining those sets. So it's like one through, I don't know, 80 or something like that. And then the rest of the series in another set. So that first part contains what you're looking for, but also a shit ton of other discs that you probably don't need. So do you want this? You're going to have to just, like you said, try and find someone who's willing to ship internationally at this point. It's not on Amazon, I take it? No, no, you can't buy it because we got it when it first came out. It's been long out of print Mm -hmm. since then. So uh, tough shit. Good luck. Maybe we'll sell you ours (laughs) if we're falling on hard times. (laughs) No, I don't sell Dragon Ball things. Come on now. Don't give people false hope. 
All right, this comes from Rain. Uh, have you guys checked out the Young Gigi AF Dojinshi? It's pretty good. I find it more enjoyable and logical than Toybles AF, but I always enjoy the more serious stuff. This is another online fan Dojinshi thing that I've seen passed around. Um, I don't want to say people get up in arms, but they're like, you've covered Toyble, you've covered Multiverse. You should cover some of these other ones. You're absolutely right. We should at some point. And I've seen this one tossed out there. I think there's this one. And is there something called Deadly Chestnut? I know Jacob's shaking his fist at me like right now. going, No, that's the one I wanted you to cover. There are some other ones out there that um, maybe when we have another week like this where it's like, shit, I got to shift some schedules around. Um, we'll cover another one of those be great. in the future. Yeah. I know we enjoy that. I remember I asked on Twitter recently. I was like, uh, turns out it's been three years since I read Multiverse. Should I go back and check it out? But like, yeah, now that you have enough of backlog, it's probably worth it to go back and do it. Though week to week or chapter to chapter, I don't know that I could do that with anything no. anymore. So yeah, well, I think we'll go back and check out some of these other ones. That'd be great. If you have any other recommendations for uh, solid doujinshi that are out there, we'd uh, love to check it out if we can. And that's probably good for now. We've got other questions hanging out there on Twitter and email and such that I know we'll get to. We just did uh, catching up on emails episode recently. So we'll let a few more stockpile up and we'll get back to them. Uh, Mary? Mike? Thanks so much for joining me this episode. It's a pleasure. I hope you had a lovely time i just get a text message from heath saying hey did you find anyone to do the show with yeah well, i live here so if you dude you totally missed the show i win the convenient award <laughs> you do you do uh thanks for joining me uh we had a great time guess what what we this month may 2012 confirmed androids Come. We already passed that Damn it. on the 12th. I don't oh. know why we didn't tweet about that. Everyone else did. They took care of it for us. Uh, May 2012, Dragon Ball GT review of awesomeness number three confirmed. It's coming. All right. It's happening. Pizza party. Pizza uh, episodes beer. 11 through 15. You probably watched it like four months ago. <laughs> Sorry. Getting to it. So we've got that coming up. Uh, hopefully this week. Jeff was saying he's got some availability this week. So we'll try and squeeze that in if we can. Then we get some interviews coming. And I think we're going to have a two-parter. I'm so excited about the things we have. I know. You're busting out of your non-pants right there. I, I am. And Julian was uh, texting me the other day, too. Like, hey, when are we going to get back into a regular podcasting schedule? I think he's like, guys, what about me? I know we should we should be a little more regular. I know time I, zones it, it sucks because then I can't get to an episode until Monday night. I'm like, well, it's Tuesday in the middle of the morning for that's you. Okay, so. the internet is timeless practically. <laughs> Julian is timeless; he doesn't sleep. So we'll uh, we'll have to gather Mary and of course our buddy Jeff and Julian and Jake and Heath. We'll get everyone together at some point. We'll do a mega episode. We do have episode three hundred coming up. Oh my gosh! I have no special plans. My plan is always great content. Hope that works for you. No, so, it doesn't. It doesn't work for you. What do you want? We already did a cake with the manga review when that concluded. Can't do anything else. No more cake. We're wrapping this up. Mary, do you have anything you want to talk about? Oh, Plug, not anything? especially. All right. Good times. Good to be here, though. Excellent. Thank you. Excellent. You're welcome. Do you have anything you want to plug? Kanzenshu, uh, K-A-N-Z-E-N-S-H-U-U dot com. All your old bookmarks are going to auto forward over to the new site as well uh, for all eternity. So whatever you got, you can find us. Uh, site integrated forum things going on it's 
awesome. We're having a great time and more content is coming your way. Julian's got song lyrics. Heath's been replugging away. I think is he in the manga guide right now? I can't remember what it is he's working on, but uh, I'm working on my Ultimate Butoden review. Very excited to hopefully bring that to a close in the next week or so because we got more video games coming out and other things coming out to review and going to make sure I finish up that uh, backlog. So, Mary, thanks again. Thank you. For you, for all of our friends and family here at Konzenju. My name is Mike Vegito EX. Episode 298. Be back in your ears next week with 299. Can you believe it? I'm kind of in disbelief. I am in disbelief at everything on this planet. Yeah, I know. Be back with you next week. Have a great one, folks. Bye.